Hello again, and welcome to another SEC basketball preview. I'm Chris Lee, joined by Blake Lovell and Max Barr. We are Southeastern 14. We are set to preview one of two games between Alabama and Florida. Stylistically, I think this will be terrific. It'll be entertaining. If you like your high-scoring basketball games in the 90s, 80s, 90s, maybe 100, you're going to love this one for reasons we will outline in a moment. Before we do, a reminder, this is brought to you by Online, which continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game betting, live contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to BetOnline today, become part of the team. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online. The game starts here. Max Barr, we don't have lines as we're doing this, but we've got Ken Palm, we've got Bart Torvik. Give us tip-off information, TV, and what you think the line's going to be. Yeah, we got this one tipping on 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, uh, ESPN2 prime time. What a game. Uh, the total of this thing is going to be out at 180. So that's it, it's going to be up there. 180? It, Ken Palm has it at 177, and I bet it I bet it might touch 80. Uh, this thing's going to be high flying, high soaring. Spread's probably going to be somewhere around 8, 8, 9 probably. Um, Ken Palm has it at 9, Torvik at 9.5. Usually it'll fall within a point of those two, but, man, are we, <laughs> we're going to get some points in this one, Chris. Feels like the NBA All-Star game with a little more defense maybe. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was something. Uh Blake, let, let's start with you. Your your initial thoughts on this matchup. Uh, you guys have Alabama as the best team in the conference. We disagreed, but look, it's it's close. O- offensively, this is just a juggernaut. Uh, but but <laughs> Florida can play a little offense too. Uh, again, I just read her. I'm I'm so excited to see these guys go at it. Yeah, should be a good game. Um, these two teams can score. They have both had defensive issues at times, but, uh, of course, as we noted in the power rankings, Alabama is the fourth-best defensive team in the league in conference play, so I think it's, um, you know, that's something that definitely has to be noted uh, because I know overall that's something that we've talked about all year is that just, you know, Alabama defensively, are they going to be able to get it done? Well, they've gotten it done through 12 games in conference play. This will be one of their biggest challenges so far because as we said florida is playing as well as anybody um they lost one game since january you know the 20th or whatever they lost that game at tennessee got beat it was that an early start uh january 16th and from there they've been really good uh and so but as always it's different on the road and i mean i've said with florida they've let teams hang around a little bit too much for my liking in some of these games you can't let Alabama hang around. Uh, if, you, if you want to beat Alabama, you better find a way to, to put them away at some point. Uh, but that's just going to be way easier said than done with the way this team is shooting the ball, uh, especially at home. And so, yeah, this should make for a pretty thrilling game uh, when you really look at it because, I mean, this this is one where if both teams bring out the bad side of their defense – they're going to give up a lot of points. Both bring, both teams bring out the good side of their offense. They're going to score a lot of points. So, uh, yeah, this should be fun. All right, guys, when, when there's a game, one-sided would not be a fair way to describe it, but I think it would be fair to say that, that Alabama is going to be favored 
by anybody and everybody by a few points, computers, Vegas, everything. So when we have a game like that, especially one that is in the building of the favorite, which in case, in this case, it is in Tuscaloosa. So with that said, one feature of our previews is we kind of look at an angle where, okay, if an upset happens, the stats tell us this is where it is. I, I think the thing, and you guys know probably before I even say it, what I'm about to say, it is rebounding. Florida is a holy terror on the offensive glass. Uh, Alabama is, is not great inside. Um, you know, it's got a big in Grant Nelson, who's more of a, you know, a, a swing four or five uh, who can score and, and do other things. And he is a, an enforcer inside. Uh, so I, I think that's the obvious place where if it doesn't go well, say Alabama's a little bit off on its shooting and Florida does that, that that's where the upset comes. I'm just curious if you guys have anything to add to that, any other places you could see something happening or, or maybe elaborate on the part I just said there. Well, Chris, the numbers back you up there a little bit. Um, there, There is a definite path that Florida can – well, it's going to be tough because Alabama shoots the ball really well at home. If you look at their home neutral and road splits, their their home shooting is is up above 40% from three. So they, they really turn it on at home. But the thing is, though – when you look at SEC play and you look at Florida's defense and in terms of point distribution, where they allow points, where, where the other team scores from, they allow the least amount of points from threes in the SEC. They only allow about 25% of the opponent's points to be scored from three. So they really run you off the three-point line. And similarly, so does Alabama's defense. They're 13th in the SEC. So these are two of the the two teams in the SEC that let up the least amount of points from three, and you have an Alabama team that scores the most from three. So there is a little bit of a defensive matchup there with Florida uh, schematically that they do run teams off the three-point line and don't give up a lot of attempts from three. So when you're looking for that path for Florida for the underdog, there is a path there that, hey, we've seen that they don't let up a lot of points from three. But also Alabama is 6-0 and at home in SEC play, and they've only – won one of those games by single digits against Auburn. The rest have been blowouts. So kind of goes both ways there. Yeah, Florida doesn't allow a lot from three, but let me give you Alabama's three-point totals at home this season. Oh, the entire nuts. season I'm going to run through here if you they're guys nuts. just want to yeah. number. Uh, okay, so against A&M, they hit 18. <sighs> against Mississippi Gosh. State, they hit 15. <laughs> against LSU, they hit 14. Against Auburn, they hit 11. Against Missouri, they hit 13. Against South Carolina, they hit 15. Against Liberty, that was not at home, but anyways, it's in the same state. We're going to give them 14 for that one. Um, Eastern Kentucky, they hit 19. Um, Let's see, Clemson, that game they lost, they still hit 11. (sighs) Mercer, they hit 8. Good job, Mercer. Uh, South Alabama, they hit 12. (laughs) Indiana State, they hit 13. Moorhead State, they hit 10. One game this season at home, Florida or Alabama has not hit double digits in three-pointers. They're playing a defensive team that, while they do a good job protecting the three, they're still not a great defensive team. They've right. let way too many teams hang around, and that's what worries me for Florida in this game, is are they going to play consistent enough defense? And you can say, well, of course Alabama's going to hit double-digit threes, right? Because they shoot a lot. They're still 11th in the country in three-point percentage at 38.5%. Throw out, they can shoot 45. They're going to hit probably 15 or more of them. And so that's the difference is 
Florida doesn't really get a lot of their points from three, right? Like we've said it. I mean, they had that. They've had a couple hot stretches here or there, but they're going to be a team that's going to, you know, kind of feast on their offensive rebounding numbers. They're going to try to use their guards to get inside, handoff dunks, you know, layups, just all yep. the the skills that their guards have. They're going to try to really take advantage of that, and it's not just going to be sitting back and taking threes. So. Uh, yeah, all that said, it's nice that Florida hasn't given up a lot to this point, but as I will continue to say, anytime Alabama plays anybody, they've not seen this yet. Like they've not seen this team yet. And so we'll see if the Gators can, can do something here, have some kind of magic formula, but no one else has to this point in Coleman Coliseum. So. All right, I'm I'm ready to give my pick and, and my final breakdown, but but I don't want to rush you guys to, to that point if there's something else we need to unpack here. Let's get to it. Okay, I, I think our man Blake just laid it out really well. Uh, Blake has also talked a lot, and he's right, about how Alabama's defense has been better in the league. Defensive efficiency, conference only. Alabama, 105.5 points allowed per 100 possessions. Florida, 110.6. So Alabama has been better on the defensive end. Not not elite by any stretch, but better. I, the, the problem with Alabama, guys, you know, you, you stop two shooters. You still got, I don't know, I'm just going to throw four or five more to contend with. You watch how they whip the ball around. You can't guard everybody at once and, and, and you know, rotate over and all the things that, that Alabama just makes you do with the quick tempo. No, again, Florida plays a lot the same way. I just think when we got two teams that are very similar and built a lot the same way, you go with the team that seems to do that better and is playing and it's building. And that's why for me, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying Florida can't win. It can. I think Florida's a really good team, uh, as you guys know. But when it just comes to looking at it, unless something just a little bit out of the ordinary happens, you have to go with Alabama, and that's where I'm going. Yep, I, th I think I, I agree with all that, Chris. Um, one little piece I want to add here for Florida, and what I didn't really realize, because I we've been talking about how hot they've been, only one loss in the past month, but I went on Torvik and filtered just the data for the last four weeks, and Florida is the number eight team in the country over the past four weeks. Now, Alabama's number five, right? So it's it's two top ten teams, but the AP poll, you know, says these are two teams outside the top ten. But the the analytics are showing these are two of the best teams in the country here. Um, and while it's true that Florida hasn't seen you know the high flying offense that Alabama does at, and you know Blake, you just listed off all the threes that they make at home. While they haven't really experienced that, they have played Kentucky twice, but also Alabama hasn't experienced. The Florida Bigs yet. We've seen Mississippi State struggle with the Florida Bigs, Auburn struggle with the Florida Bigs. This is an Alabama team that hasn't seen that yet either. So my pick, I'm going to go with Alabama at home, but I'll make a bold prediction here. I think this is going to be the last regular season game Florida is going to lose. I think mm. they lose this one and then win out. As a, as a, That's my bold prediction here, but I'm going with Alabama to win this game uh, in what <laughs> might be one of the most entertaining games of the SEC season here with this high total. Something else we haven't really pointed out, but we always say one of the issues sometimes we have with Alabama is the turnovers. The style they play, they're going to turn the ball over. Well, Florida's 266 nationally in turnovers. Great forced. point. 
And so Alabama, to me, is going to get whatever they want to get. Um, and I think that's worrisome for the Gators. And so I say all that to let you know that there is one phenomenon in this SEC season that no one, I wouldn't say no one, but but very few people have been able to sort of break through against, right? And it's not the Alabama oh, three-point shooting at home. Here it comes. It is the Southeastern 14 kiss of death. And because of that, Max and I spent, I don't know, 10 minutes just taking Chris to task in this week's power <laughs> rankings about why Alabama should be number one on the list for the first time this season. The team that sits atop the SEC standing should be at the top of our power rankings. What a bold prediction that is. But boy, have I seen this play out before where we put, I don't even remember who we put. We put Kentucky at number one. Kentucky comes out, lays an egg. The down, the downhill turn began from there. So I am not putting this on my Alabama supporters out there. I am not putting this on the team that I used as the bold prediction to win the SEC when everybody was doubting them. Six and five, Alabama's done for the season. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not done just yet. So therefore, give me the Florida Gators on the road in Coleman Coliseum. Boom. I love it when we back this man into a corner. It's my favorite part of doing this. There's a lot of teams I could do this to. I can't do it to Alabama. I can't do it. If if you are a regular to our channel, you understand what just happened. If if you're not, you have no idea. And so. if you're not, you're going to scream at me in the comments about how Alabama's not law. I trust me. Go back, watch a couple other videos. You'll see what we're doing here. You'll see what I'm doing here. I've got. I've always got a plan. You know. There's levels to this game. There's levels to there this. There are lots of levels. Our man is our man over here is playing three dimensional chess. <laughs> if there's such a thing. You guys made it easy for me. Three dim- two dimensional. You made it easy for me. He knew what he so. was doing the whole time. Although the last time I picked against Alabama, and you guys thought it was just because I was avoiding the, well, I don't remember what was the Auburn Alabama setup, but um, yeah, that didn't work out so <laughs> well for them. I was actually I was actually right in that one. So hopefully for Alabama fans, I'm not right this time. Um, but I am going to pick Florida for no other reason than. To avoid the Southeastern 14 kiss of death for my friends who support the Alabama Crimson Tide, the current team at the top of the SEC men's basketball regular season standings. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Hope you you take the content seriously. Don't take us too seriously. We we enjoy doing this. Chris, we have fun with you it. You say that so much now that there is no way anybody's taking us seriously anymore. They're all in on not taking us seriously. Right. Especially, I, I, I know we'll get yelled at in the comments. I just I try to try to make adjustments ahead of time. So who cares? We're having fun here. Yeah, yell at us. Just just leave your comments, your thoughts. Tell a friend. Hit the subscribe button. Engage with us. Have some fun. This is this is SEC basketball. It's supposed to be fun. This season has been a blast. I cannot wait till we get to tournament play in in Blake and I's hometown of Nashville. We'll be there. NCAA tournament, all those things. Blake is just cementing it. So you're welcome, Alabama. For Max Bohr and Blake Lovell, I'm Chris Lee. This is Southeastern 14 presented by Bet Online.